Welcome to the Billy Builds Fitness Podcast. I am your host, Billy Ryan, and today we are going to be talking about hormones and weight loss, the role that hormones play in weight loss and weight gain and what we can do about it. This is going to be specifically geared towards females, so ladies, listen up. This one is for you. But before we dive in, as per usual, i got to give a shout-out to my sponsors, Narrows Labs. Go on over to narrowslabs.com, check it out, use coupon code BILLRYAN25, save yourself 25% off for all your research needs. If you got a science project coming up or something going on, you can certainly take advantage of that code. And you know what? It's going to help me out. It'll put a little bit of a few extra pennies back in my pocket so I can pay the rent and I don't go poor. Uh, so please and thank you. I also do want to give a shout out to Matrix Hormones. I am not sponsored by them, but they have been taking care of me and my condition. And if you do have any sort of diagnosis for uh, hormonal imbalances, Matrix Hormones will get you covered. You can go over to matrixhormones.com. Just let them know that Billy Ryan sent you. It's not going to give me anything, but it'll help out Kenny Marple over there. He's an awesome dude. Definitely going to take care of you. So check that out. But let's get into the topic at hand. We are talking about hormones and weight loss, particularly particularly dealing with the ladies. Why is it harder for the ladies to get ripped or at least to lose weight on the scale compared to gentlemen? Well, we're going to be talking a little bit about something called estrogen. Estrogen is the female hormone and females on average have a significantly higher rate of estrogen in their body than men. Uh, There are a few cases where gentlemen will have higher estrogen levels if hormones are out of whack, but estrogen is basically the hormone that plays that dominant role in female characteristics. And since women have to bear children and they need a higher body fat level in order to remain healthy, well, Estrogen converts stored energy to adipose tissue more favorably. So when women are eating in a caloric excess, a lot more of that of those calories will be stored as adipose tissue, especially with estrogen being a little bit more predominant in the body. Now, estrogen can also affect males. We do have a certain amount as well, but if our estrogen or our E2 estradiol in our body is too high, Well, we could develop something called gynecomastia or man boobs. (laughs) Uh, We don't want to be walking around with those flapjacks. So, ladies, if your husband has a double D or a set of double Ds, maybe you want to get him checked out, see what his estrogen levels are, maybe something that you could correct. You know what? Kenny over at Matrix will take care of you. So, estrogen levels in females actually do vary significantly during a woman's menstrual cycle, and this could cause water retention, poor nutrient partitioning, and more favorable fat storage when those estrogen levels are a little bit higher. And during periods, or periods of periods, ladies, you know this, uh, you can become a little bit more moody. Uh, You might have those cravings, you might go for the junk food, or the Haagen-Dazs, or whatever it is that floats your boat and tickles your fancy, and this could also lead to excess weight gain. However, if there are no variables changing in terms of your caloric intake and your caloric expenditure, you're going to notice still a raise on the scale, but please, please, please do not let this freak you out. 
because that is all water retention. It's going to go away. So during that time of the month, I always recommend to my female clients, unless we are in a contest prep, just ignore the scale for that week. Don't even step on it. It's not going to be your friend. You're going to get really angry. You're not in a good place already. You're going to want to beat it over the head with a hammer because scales have heads, right? If, I, I think mine does. I don't know. Mine, mine, mine has a head. That's, uh, that's beside the point. So that would not be a good time to step on the scale. Just keep in mind that that water retention is going to cause a raise in the scale weight. Now, it's important that the scale is trending down over time. So you want to take some averages or at least have your previous weigh-ins. Keep that data. That way you can look at it. Hey, you know what? If last month on average I was, you know, 180 pounds in this month, month on average, I'm floating around 178 and then the next month 176 or 75, you're going in the right direction even if you had a couple days where you're over 180 due to that water retention. Now I want to talk about uh, something else that the ladies probably want to know about and I'm sure you do have a little bit of knowledge on the subject and it's called menopause. Uh, typically this comes around you know the ages of 40 to 59 years old. And estrogen declines at this time, which you would think would be favorable, but these changes in hormones also affect testosterone and overall energy levels. And ladies, you do have some testosterone in your body. And it's important that you keep the right balance of estrogen to testosterone. So if those are out of whack, you're not going to feel good. You're going to get those hot flashes. Your mood is going to plummet. You're going to be angry, irritable. Your energy levels are going to be down. Your desire for sex, your desire for... Uh, exercise and movement likely going to plummet as well. So less activity, you know, with a propensity to nibble a little bit more and cope with food, well, that's going to equal weight gain. And this is not going to be that water weight that we were talking about earlier. This will typically be in the form of adipose tissue because also during menopause, uh, the muscle wasting is a concern. So personally, I would recommend keeping up or starting a resistance training program, something that makes sense, something that you could adhere to, and something that is challenging. But of course, please talk to your doctor or primary care physician first before starting any sort of strenuous activity. And also, during this time, speak to a hormone specialist, something that you could work with them, uh, talk about some dietary changes, lifestyle changes, all those can really help overall. And there's actually one more hormone that I really want to dive into deeper here, and that is called cortisol. Cortisol, it's basically the stress hormone in the body, and it's released by the adrenals. It's typically higher in women, especially during menopause or high periods of stress in life. And I typically don't see guys on lab work with high cortisol levels outside of range. It's more so with the women. Uh, so this is something that I don't know the exact literature on it, but it seems like women have a higher propensity to uh, have elevated cortisol levels. And we know that cortisol being the stress hormone is basically going to make your body think that it's constantly in the fight or flight mode. And then all the survival mechanisms, your body actually are going to uh, kick in, which is fat storage in case there's a famine coming up. Water retention is also going to be much higher during this time due to inflammation from the cortisol. Uh, cortisol could also cause lack of sleep or quality of sleep, and all these can actually lead to uh, an unfavorable environment for fat loss. Even if you're in a calorie deficit, of course, a calorie deficit, you can't break the laws of thermodynamics. 
you are going to lose weight. It's just not going to be at a higher rate because your body is not firing on all cylinders. So you're going to have a harder time maintaining that calorie deficit through energy expenditure and proper macronutrient intake simply because you're not going to be feeling well. So you're likely going to have less NEAT throughout the day, which is that non-exercise activity thermogenesis, simply because you're going to be feeling like the poo-poo. You're going to feel like, uh, you know, a, a pile of cat poo. And no one likes feeling like poop, trust me. So what do we do about this? How, how do we control these, these things, these, these hormones? First off, I highly recommend getting lab work done at least once a year, at least once a year. And I know I always, always get this objection. Oh, maybe it's my thyroid. That is simple to find out. Go ahead and get yourself a full thyroid panel. You want to check uh, TSH. You want to check T4, free T4, free T3, reverse T3. Just get the whole ball of wax done. Check it out. If you have an underactive thyroid, that can be corrected, okay? That can, I, I have an underactive thyroid. I'm not on any medication for it. Um, although it's questionable, we're talking about it. It's something that I'm probably going to do uh, in the future, but it's something that you should know. And it only puts you at about an 11 to 12% disadvantage, meaning that your metabolic rate, basal metabolic rate is going to be slightly lower. That doesn't mean that you can't lose body fat. And it certainly doesn't mean that you're going to automatically gain body fat. You have to be in a caloric surplus. So get your labs done, have your cortisol levels checked, See if those are in the right range. Have your estrogen checked. Get a full estrogen panel. You want to be looking at E2 estradiol. And of course, I'm not a doctor, so I'm just giving recommendations on what I've done and what clients have done in the past for my contest prep clients and some of my gen pop clients as well. Now, there is one more hormone. I said there was one more earlier, but surprise, I got another one. Uh, we're going to be talking about the hormone that's called insulin. And insulin is actually the body's storage hormone. Both males and females produce insulin for the most part, depending on whether or not you're healthy. A healthy body will secrete that insulin from the pancreas in response to blood glucose levels or carbohydrates when they enter the bloodstream. And of course, protein will be broken down into uh, glucose as well and used for fuel. So keep that in mind that protein, yes, it does spike blood sugar as well. Now, if body fat gets too high and activity drops too low, uh, which is honestly over 45% of the American population now, the pancreas is no longer going to produce enough insulin and then eventually can produce little to no insulin at all. And when this happens, those blood glucose levels remain elevated in your bloodstream. You could be pre-diabetic. You could uh, develop type 2 diabetes. And when this happens, there are a plethora of health issues that could happen. You could have kidney failure. Other organ systems can shut down. Of course, your body is going to store body fat a lot more quickly because, as we mentioned, uh, that storage hormone, your body is just not going to be efficient. You're going to feel like crap. You could go into a hypoglycemic shock. You could literally die. I know. Aren't you glad you're listening today that you can die from poor dietary choices? But what's the good news out of this? The good news is we can do something about it. The good news is you're listening to this right now. You're listening to Coach Billy Ryan, and I am giving you the 411 on what you what you can do to get your uh, weight under control. And again, this all ties back to you. This doesn't tie back to 
the the magic keto plan or the the mushroom diet or uh, you know the colon cleanse five thousand you know or colon blow cereal. This ties to you making those dietary and lifestyle choices that you could adhere to that are going to help give your body a favorable environment. Outside of menopause, outside of your monthly cycle, there are things that you could do and just make sure that you're making those small changes that you feel confident in and you feel comfortable with. So do hormones cause weight gain? Well, yes and no. I know. It didn't really clear up what you were asking, but we know that those water fluctuations are going to happen. Keep that in mind. If you want to lose weight, you got to be in a caloric deficit. Very simple. You also know that menopause is not going to be a good weapon for you. It's going to be something that will happen, unfortunately. And we can do something about it through activity, nutrition, blood work, and just understanding these systems and how they affect your body. So, Basically, I'm saying if you need help with this, you can reach out, contact me. If you want to hire me, I am very selective. Just to be honest, I'm not, you know, uh, full of myself or anything. I just want to make sure that you know exactly what you're going to be getting into and that it's something that we can work together on. You can find me on Instagram at Billy Builds Fitness. You can reach out to me on Facebook. Or, of course, you can just continue to listen to these podcasts and either do something about it or not. Anywho, that's enough for today, and until next time, keep it real.